Hello and Happy New Year couples. Hey, welcome to another episode of Keeping Your Marriage Hot and Holy, Coach Chara Taylor. I really want to say I hope that you have a phenomenal 2021 year and that God shows up and manifests himself in your marriage and your life like never before. So I wanted to make sure to come on and have a beginning of the year uh, episode for our Keeping Your Marriage Hot and Holy podcast. And I'm just going to start right on off the new year and just talk about something that's kind of important. It's extremely important and it happens in all marriages. So today I want to talk about, don't get offended and let's not take things personal. It's a new year, it's 2021, and as we continue on in marriage, we realize that things happen, but I want to encourage you today, don't let things happen, don't take things personal. We can't stop the things from happening, but we don't have to take it personal. Honestly, we should be thinking that we don't really know what the other person is dealing with or going through, but we have the option of not letting it affect us. We have the option of not taking it personal. Okay? So listen, that's that's what I want to talk about today is don't take it personal. Don't don't take it personal. What this really comes from is uh, a spirit that really runs rampant in marriages and this spirit is the spirit of offense. This spirit of offense, it is horrible and it manifests itself in different ways. So let me talk to you about some of the ways that it manifests itself so that we can be on the lookout. The spirit of offense, it manifests itself as entitlement where the person feels like they're owed something. So you could be offended and taking things personal and you feel like you're owed something. Or it could be your spouse feeling like he or she you owe him or she, he or she something. But this spirit of offense that manifests as entitlement, these people, they value themselves. They value what they say, what they do. And they feel like it's privilege. We talk about it when we talk about like racism and things like that. We talk about all oh, white privilege and things like that. But people walk around privileged in all kinds of areas. And it really is from a spirit of offense. So. Don't walk around with the spirit of entitlement. And if you see your spouse having a spirit of entitlement, then that's something for you to pray about. Entitled people feel that it is their duty and responsibility, even if it isn't. And when they feel entitled to a position or a thing and don't receive it, then they get offended and they feel rejected. So do some self inventory and see if that's you. So you can make sure that you're not walking around as an entitled person or feeling rejected or offended. But this spirit also shows up as unfairness where, oh, this is unfair. This is unfair. Everything is unfair. That means that you have a spirit of offense. And this is a big one. The word respect. The world has taught us to demand respect. Oh, you need to respect me. Oh, that person is going to respect me. You got to respect me. But the Bible has taught us that we need to humble ourselves and serve with love. When offended what the world has taught us screams in our ears and we cannot quiet that we can't quiet that down and then we can't hear the lord's voice to say serve with humility sure do you serve reverence absolutely but to demand respect to demand that everybody respects you to demand that everybody does it your way 
that's really from a spirit of offense, okay? And you began to take things personal. If somebody has done something to you and you feel like you've been disrespected, you're taking it personal, okay? You're taking things personal. And then the spirit also, it manifests as control. People who are offended, they will have to control absolutely everything. They have to control the situation, the conversation, the children. You know, people can't get a word in edgewise. People who uh, have this spirit of offense that manifest as control, they have to control absolutely everything. And they have to throw in their two cents. And, you know, and everything is a teaching lesson. For those who have the spirit of offense, which is another way that it manifests as unteachableness, like you can't be taught anything, but you can teach absolutely everything. You can tell people anything, no matter what the conversation is, you find a way to throw your little two cents in. And honestly, what this does in a marriage is it causes nobody to want to talk to you. It causes your spouse not to want to be around you. Okay. And then the spirit of offense, it also manifests as defensiveness, like self-protection. And it's a natural way to ward off what is perceived as an attack. Did you hear me? It's normally perceived as an attack. It's not necessarily an attack. But when we have the spirit of offense and we're taking things personal, we perceive that something is against us. These few attributes that I just talked about, these things are death to the love of marriage. These things are catastrophic to marriage, to walk around being unteachable. You always got to teach a lesson to being defensive. Can't nobody say anything or you can't have a conversation. Y'all can't have a decent um, disagreement without you being defensive, thinking that you're being um, attacked or you got to control everything or you're demanding respect or you know those things are not how God tells us to operate in marriage and these things having these manifestations and behaviors and actions this will keep us from having a hot and holy marriage because actually nobody wants to be around somebody that um, manifests themselves like this and have these kinds of um, dispositions all the time now listen to the person who's on the receiving end of this horrible spirit. Please don't take what your spouse says and do, or does personally. Try to remember that in this case, he or she is being improperly influenced by the forces of hell and darkness. Our job is to pray for his or her mind to be renewed in God and to pray that his or her heart will be created anew and afresh from God and that God will give him or her a right spirit. Pray that he or she would receive the deliverance that's needed, that they can see things clearly. You can pray those things. So the reason why I'm talking about not taking things personal today is because the reality is when we take things personal or when we are giving off all of these manifestations of these behaviors, nobody wants to be around us. And it's hard to have sex with a person who manifests evil, evil ways and behaviors. So if you feel like there's no passion, check to make sure that you're not being used by the enemy because nobody wants to sleep with the enemy. And when we have ungodly character or behavior, then we act like an enemy. We are the enemy. So ask yourself, are you not getting any because your behavior reflects the behavior of an enemy? I want to share something about the enemy. So, you know, a little while ago, there was a unfortunate situation. There was a scorpion in my brand new bed that we had just gotten. We hadn't slept in our bed yet. And um, got this. Got up one morning to get in the bed to pray and read the word. And there was this scorpion 
crawling along, crawling along beside me, scared the almost the life out of me. Okay, I mean, honestly, just really frightened me. But in that, that scorpion was an enemy because the scorpion, the enemy, it had the potential to release something lethal into me that could possibly hurt me. And so what did we do? We got our home together. We went, we pest control was out the exact same day in about three hours. And we went and got all this stuff to make sure that nothing else could get in. And we figured out what repels them. And we went on the defense so that the next time we would already be in the offensive position and to make sure it wouldn't happen to us. Now, let me tell you what I'm trying to say to you. What I'm trying to say to you is this happens in marriage. When you manifest your behavior as an enemy, then the spouse is going to go ahead and protect him or herself to make sure that you can't come near them to hurt them again. When we release all these negative behaviors and attitudes, we are releasing some poison that could potentially hurt our spouse. So the first thing we have to do is to check ourselves to make sure that the enemy is not using us to manifest behaviors that resemble the enemy. Okay, because that is truly important. We have to ask ourselves when our attitudes and behaviors resemble that of a person that we would not want to deal with. How can we get mad if our spouse don't want to deal with us? If our attitudes and our behaviors resemble behaviors of people that we wouldn't want to deal with. So the truth is we have to check ourselves and stop pointing the finger at our spouse and begin to look at what we are doing and how we are putting our behaviors and attitudes and things out there. We're not responsible for our spouse's actions. We can pray for our spouse. But the key that I have learned along this journey is to always make sure that my position is right, that I am doing what God has told me to do and allow God to change the spouse because I can't change my spouse and my spouse can't change me. Sure, things happen, things have happened. And the truth is, many of us are already in a position where we have been hurt and where uh, we, we don't want to be around our spouse. But we are in a new year. And in this new year, we should focus on trying to find new ways to express love and to get beyond the hurt. The reason that we have not gotten beyond the hurt is because we refuse to live according to what the Bible says. The Bible teaches us to keep no record of wrongdoing. So we got to forget the things that have happened. I'm not saying that it, it's easy and I'm not saying that we're supposed to just let it go. But we have to remember that vengeance always belongs to God. Vengeance always belongs to God. And if anybody, including our spouse, has done anything to hurt us, then God knows how to deal with that person. God knows how to get to that person and help that person to change. But you are responsible for forgetting those things. And being able to move forward to for forgiving the very behaviors and the actions and moving forward. This it is time out for us holding on to the things that hurt us. We have to let those things go. And the Bible also teaches us to forget those things that are behind. Press forward. Press forward. So begin to press forward in your marriage this year. I am decreeing with you that you will have a, a marriage that is filled with passion. Okay, but we can't have a marriage filled with passion if we are always offended, if we always take everything personal and if we are the ones putting out the ugly behavior. So as I wrap this up, I really want to say check your behavior and make sure you're not the one that's manifesting evil behaviors. And if your spouse is putting out some evil behaviors, don't take it personal. Go ahead and talk to the Lord. Go ahead and give them a good smile. 
and then let God handle the rest. Okay, let me say a quick prayer for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for every person that's listening today, God. Father, as we have entered into a new year, I ask that you help us to manifest new expressions of love. God, I ask that you wrap your third strand cord around every marriage, oh God, and that you would reveal yourself as the powerful God of unity, oh God. I declare unity, oh God, and I declare, oh God, that you would soften uh, the hearts in the marriages, oh God. And God, I'm asking you that whatever hurt has happened, whatever offense has been given, oh God, that you would deliver them all from the spirit of offense, oh God, and that you would help us to walk this year, not taking everything personal, oh God, and that you would help us to walk this year, oh God, in a spirit of forgiveness and that we stay in the lane of forgiveness all this year, God, that we may enjoy the benefits of marriage, that we may enjoy the benefits of one another, oh God, and that we may experience a blessing from unity, oh God. Your word says that wherever there is unity, you command a blessing. And so God, I'm asking you that you would unify the marriages in this new year, 2021. God, I give you glory, honor, and praise. And I thank you, oh God, that we will be able to have hot and holy marriages in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening. And this is a new year. Gonna be talking about quite a few things. And I just wanna encourage you to follow and send me your feedback. You can reach me at my website at www.teamtaylorministries.com. Have a hot and holy marriage, okay? Talk to you next time.